Hello my fellow survivors, victims and practitioners of recreational violence. This is the Surviving White Belt Podcast. Your shoulder to cry on after the 200 pound gym buddy has been cross-facing you for 5 minutes straight. Your crutch to lean on when that skinny blue belt has been leg-locking you again and again every time he could find your foot. But most importantly, it's your place to ask questions, share stories and realize that you're not the only one struggling. The goal of Surviving White Belt is to help you stay on the path and enjoy the beauty of Jiu-Jitsu. Hello everybody. And thanks for tuning in to the first episode of the Surviving White Belt podcast. This show is for everybody who is curious about Jiu-Jitsu. Whether you've just started, or you're still thinking about starting, or also if you've been on the mats for several years and are just as addicted as I am and you just want to hear other people talk about Jiu-Jitsu as much as I do. The main concept of this show is though to help White Belts survive. Because the starting period of Jiu-Jitsu is incredibly hard. This episode is called Nine Years as a White Belt for a reason, because it actually took me nine years to get my blue belt since I first ever got in touch with Jiu-Jitsu. So first off, I want to introduce myself. My name is Marco. I'm now 31 years old, and I first got in touch with Jiu-Jitsu in 2013. Back then, I was still studying in Kufstein, Austria, and it was a very small city, there was not a lot of different sporting possibilities, but the university had a program that was just open and uh, another student actually had just decided to give MMA classes and my friends and I got curious about it. We went and because of course you cannot randomly beat up students in the very first class, he showed us a little bit of striking basics, but then moved to jiu-jitsu techniques relatively quickly. And this is something that I really got hooked on. I think the first thing that I learned was a guillotine. Still not really good at now, but I know that the buck had started biting me. I tried several different gyms throughout the years, wherever I traveled, um, but never really got into it until actually I mean, much later in 2019, when I've been living in Graz and working already and had like a schedule. I really started looking up for a dedicated jiu-jitsu gym. So this is when I started at Roger Gracie in Graz. I put on my kimono for the first time, my gi, put on a white belt, and from then on, I got hooked. They were really nice people, really good coach, and I think I started with going twice per week and then going a little bit more often. But because I was traveling a lot for work, I decided to take that opportunity and just pack my gi and my no-gi stuff and just decided to train wherever I would go. This allowed me to see a lot of different coaching styles, also warm-ups. In some gyms, for example, they did handstand walks and cartwheels, which I was totally incapable of doing and probably still am now. And other gyms such as the standard shrimping stuff, forward rolls, etc. Nevertheless, everything was a really cool experience and I could see the different kind of communities that have formed around these coaches and in these gyms and how much it actually gave back to people. So in 2019, I was already really hooked. But by October, I had to move to a different city 
to Innsbruck, Austria, where I'm still living now. I looked up a different gym when I was traveling. I already went to train with them. And once I moved, I signed up there. And yeah, for the first two years living in Innsbruck, I was training with them constantly. This is also the gym where I got my blue belt. And I I was really hooked. I met new friends. I got a community. And it really allowed me to set foot in the city. Of course, with a new hobby, it's always easier to meet people. And yeah, Jiu-Jitsu just gave this to me. Nevertheless, after two years and getting my blue belt, I kind of started seeing that this gym was not really giving me what I wanted to and what I needed. And a friend of mine had already trained at another gym while also training at the one where I was still at. And I decided to join him to cross train a little bit, see how it was. I really liked it. They had a lot of higher belts, which we in the old gym didn't have. There were, I think, two or three blue belts. Robin, my friend, has a purple belt who also trained at the other gym, and the rest was white belts. And a lot of them were just, yeah, there for a few weeks or months, and then they would disappear again. So this is also one of the main reasons that I'm doing this show, because most of the people who start Jiu-Jitsu never get to black belt. I'm far from it myself, but I'm really dedicated to get to it at one point. And I want to help you stay on that path. And how I want to do this is by sharing my stories, but also hear from you what it is that you're struggling with so we can talk about it and actually find ways to mitigate this and stay on track. So in the end, as I told you, my friend was cross-training. I went there as well and... After a few weeks, my coach told me that he couldn't promote me anymore because I was cross-training. I wasn't allowed to fight under the banner anymore. And this struck me quite hard because, in my opinion, I had a really good relationship with my instructor, but it was just not the level of coaching that I was looking for. And in the other gym, it was already much closer to what I was looking for. People were watching instructionals, really being nerds about jiu-jitsu and this is where i felt really good about it the people were also a little bit different they were also a little bit older they were more settled in and i really bonded with them much better so i saw the first time how really it's super important at least for me um to be a culture fit in that gym and i felt like i was i was really enjoying training there for a year until two of my main partners and coaches actually decided to open their new gym. And since I already had changed gyms and I've seen so many different gyms, it was actually quite easy for me to just switch. And last year in September in 2023, they opened their own gym, which is called Roots Collective here in Innsbruck. Shout out to the guys. You're doing an amazing job. I've never experienced such a welcoming community. We're doing MMA, striking, and also jiu-jitsu and the people are just having incredible fun. The coaches are super dedicated and I really feel home there. So this is the one advice that I want to give you in this episode. Find the right gym for yourself. In some places that's not possible because there's either none or only just one option. So if you really want to start jiu-jitsu, that's the one you have to go with. But in many other places already nowadays, there are several options that you can choose from. So please do the research, get trial classes anywhere you can, try it out a few times, and then 
decide which gym it is that just speaks to you most. Because once you're starting your jiu-jitsu journey, you're really going to be hooked. You're really dependent on your training partners to be willing to put in the time. And these people are also going to turn out to be your friends because you're going to be spending so much time with each other. So really choose wisely where you want to go. And if possible, don't just take the first gym that you found. Really, if you have the possibility, try different trial classes and then only decide. Now I've switched yeah, gyms several times, partly because of moving, but just here in Innsbruck, that's the third gym that I'm going to. But now I know that I'm right because the culture is the right one, the community is great and the gym hasn't been open for even half a year yet and I feel absolutely at home. So make sure to find that for yourself as well because jiu-jitsu is incredibly hard, especially as a beginner and sometimes you just don't feel like going. And I have the same feeling even though I'm completely addicted and when I have that feeling, the thing that brings me back on the mat are actually my training partners, my coaches and the people because I really want to spend time with them. I really made a lot of friends and it's my favorite thing to do. So when you have other people that kind of hold you accountable, it's much easier to go back on the mats even if you're struggling. So find those people for you and just get started. So now we're already coming to the end of the very first episode because I wanted to keep it short. I was I just wanted to give you a quick introduction of who I am and what you can expect. But now I actually want you to tell me what it is that you're struggling with, what are the topics that you want to be covered in this podcast, and also what are topics that you would like to see on video because Surviving White Belt is not only going to be a podcast, it's supposed to be a community to help you survive as long as you can and in the best case of course become a black belt by just surviving the white belt struggle and just continuing to survive show up and just not lose the fun in the great sport that is jiu-jitsu shoot me a dm on instagram via surviving white belt it can be anything just let me know what you want me to talk about or which guests you would like to see, which topics you would want to be covered, and both in the video as well as the podcast, I'm going to make sure that your problems are being addressed or your curiosities also. Um, just, yeah, text me, let me know. Give me feedback what you thought about the first episode, what could be better. I'm really open to it. Don't hold back. And thanks for listening. See you next time or hear you next time. <laughs>